Hallelujah. You can leave the music on lightly. I'm not going to be long. Um, and we're going to uh, uh, pray. Go to Romans 11, 26 with me. I'm going to speak from a subject matter. The rise of a remnant. The rise of a remnant. God spoke to me about next year. And I'm excited because he's shifting things. There's things shifting from the spirit into the now. Shifting in the spirit into the now. And I believe God is with me. For this church is building pillars for your own house that is able to stand the wiles of the enemy as you go into everything that you come to. Your life is going to to be a testament to what he died for. Next year, we're going to see miracles, signs, and wonder on a greater level. Many of you, you're going to learn to cast out many devils. It's going to be your natural power. Many of you, God is going to know you put your hands on people they're going to be Bring your blue brother. You know, you got to get out of this room. The world, kingdom, That's why they handle it the way they handle it. The God is destroying his church. It's remnant. God has not cast away his people whom he foreknew. I do not know what the scripture says of Elijah as he pleads with God against Israel, saying, Lord, they have killed your prophets and called down their own, and I alone have left, and they seek my life. But what will the divine response say to me? I preserve myself seven thousand who have not bowed their knee to Baal. Even so then, at this present time, somebody say at this there's present time, there's past time, and there's future time. But we're in the present. In this present time, there's a remnant. There's a what? There's a remnant according to the election of grace. Uh, Win election by grace. Win grace. And if by grace, what? It's no longer works. It's no longer of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. But if it is of works, it is no longer of grace. Otherwise, work is no longer work. Father, we ask you to speak this morning. We're going to speak 
Lord, I have nothing. We put our total on you right now. And God, name we pray. And say, I love him. We give you the praise. I want you to say, There is a breakdown that God is, is, is doing to help his church understand the construction of what he designed from the foundations of the world. And he's restoring his church back to the original intent of what the body and the church supposed to be. He's restoring the, the, the church to understand what his original intent was supposed to be. Because if we don't get back in order, which come from honor, somebody say honor reveals order. So when you don't have honor, you don't have order. Okay, and when there's disorder, there's a dismissal of power. And God is known by his power. He's known through the spirit and he wanted his church to understand his power. So when there's a dismissal of power and there's a lacking of power in the body of Christ, watch this, we become an unbelieving talking church. So we become no longer something that's in the super and extension of grace, we become only talking and we make grace what we want it. Okay? And so how in the world can we compete with the powers on TV and the powers of hell and the powers of witchcraft and the powers of, 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 of that's dominating people's life? There are powers. The Bible says we deal with principalities and powers. We do not fight against what? Flesh and blood. I know I'm an unnormal preacher. Just I'm preaching, but I'm going to tie my shoe at the same time. We, we, we do not deal with what? Flesh and blood. We are not battling against what? But against principalities and powers in the unseen realms, which means every heavenly realm is not good. In realms, every heavenly realm is not good. There are some realms that have traffic that's from the powers that be. So God knows if we don't push past certain realms, we'll never be free. You can love him, but never push past certain realms. So there's realm, there's realm movement that you have to get into the rooms of the realm movement in the rooms of the grace realm that you're supposed to occupy. Somebody say, I'm supposed to occupy a room. And that room is according to your faith in grace. That room is according to your what? Faith in grace. When you don't occupy those rooms, watch this, you have disbelief. And you have to change your doctrine in according to what happens in your normal life. Oh, did you hear what I just said? Let me show you what that means. I've been by the Bible schools and, you know, they had a conversation one time. And it was like, why God heals some people and why God don't heal some people? Okay. Now, it's interesting because if we're not careful, we start changing that God don't heal. We start changing it as if God don't deliver. We start changing it that God loves some and don't love some. See, the problem with all of that is, is we make it seem like our, watch this, our willingness, it doesn't matter, but God's ability got to show up. When God said, 
I am not making things come from the ground anymore, Adam. I'm now doing things from the heaven above, and now I'm in you, and you're going to do it. Which means every ability that I have that's, that's able, it has to come through your willingness. And wherever you're not willing, you won't see my ability. That's why I need righteousness. I need the righteous to stand in the gap for those who don't understand my ability. And when you tasted God's ability, see, God has been correcting me too. Next year, it's going to be amazing because I had to get, you know, sometimes we get, we, we get a, 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 a church, uh, you get wore out with church. And God had to teach me, he said, hey, the reason why you get wore out in church because you're doing it now, I, I didn't tell you to do it that way. And he's totally right. Because we shouldn't get tired of I'm doing it from here. But when you love people beyond what God told you to do, you make them your God. So you start doing ministry for ministry's sake. <laughs> Didn't we have a good discipleship class this morning? Yeah, I told you I'll go back and study that. What we learned this morning, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you all a secret if you wasn't here. What we learned this morning is discipleship. It's not discipleship if it's not disagreement. It means if you can't get somebody to submit to that you disagree with, you're not being a disciple. And most believers are not disciples. You think discipleship because you go to the church. Wrong. You're not being discipled until somebody can disagree with you. You say, why? Because if you agree with everything, how can you transform? How can you change? Discipleship is not coaching. And I'm not saying it's good to have coaches. And it's not teachers. That's not discipleship. They can help you, but they cannot transform. So you have to understand discipleship is a commitment to the spirit in the spirit. You can't be disciple if you're not in the, in the spirit. You can't be disciple properly without testing the spirit. Because discipleship in God, who is a spirit, is discipleship in the spirit. Duh. You would think it's duh. It's not duh. Because we disciple trying to force feed people what they're not even committed to. We also realized this morning, if you join the army, they make you sign your life away. In the church, nobody signed, but we're trying to force feed you. We're trying to force feed you something you're not even committed to. So I was doing all God, do it. It's a message. I know it ain't a message, 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 message. I don't, son, I don't care what message you give them. If they don't sign the papers, they're not going to grow. <laughs> so I need you to do an evangelistic expression on Sundays, but I need you to bring them to salvation. True salvation. The salvation that makes them let go their lives. Not the one that's been now masqueraded in this world. That you can keep your life and you come to the Father. And long as you say these words, I believe that he died. And he was set free for my life. Do you believe it? I believe it, but I'm about to go, I'm about to go finish my life. I, you didn't tell me I had to commit to dying today. Watch this. But it's not as easy for you to even commit to dying today because you're not committing to dying today. Watch this only. You're committing to him who's going to break you through dying today. And then you're going to be walked through through real discipleship to disagree with what you agree with in yourself. 
But now because you have the spirit, the spirit is going to keep you in, uh, in submission to what your mind is going to say no to. That means I don't like you because I don't agree with you. But something in my spirit said you might be right. So I need to say. <laughs> I've been in, listen, I didn't become a preacher just because I, I just put a name on myself. I walk with people. I'm like, oh, I don't agree with you. And I don't like you. I leave. I'm like, what are you talking to? I ain't say that. But I'm like, what are you talking to? I've been preaching for a long time, brother. What are you talking to? And then I start thinking about what he said. I say, shoot, I don't think I know what you're talking about. What was in disagreement? It was me and me. But my spirit said, uh-uh, you agreed to discipleship. You agreed to debt. So the way you break out of this, watch this. The only way you'll break out is if you can prove yourself out. Tell somebody I got to prove myself out. See, many of us trying to argue things you can't even prove. That means your, qualifi your qualification is slavery. You can have liberty and slavery at the same time. Because God lets you stay slave. I, I told you, I'm just finishing real quick, and then we're going to move on to this message today. Y'all ready? Because I believe this was good for everybody. Okay? Why God lets you stay in slavery sometimes? Because he knows you can't handle liberty. And if you have any liberty, you start going into self-indulgence and self-destruction. You go into self-destruction. Too much liberty too fast make you self-destruct. Because you don't know what the red light was for. How many of y'all going that orange one? Every time. And then you count those seconds. You're like, oh, it's orange one, two, three. I got three seconds for that orange to move. You play with the orange, and some of y'all pass that red. Willingly. Until you go in the office, and you start looking at, I was in a training, for, I'm a, a clergy for the city. I was in a training, they were showing us all the accidents. And when you see that, and how people are dying because people are just making those decisions, you start respecting the red light a lot better. Not even the red, you'll stop on the orange. Because you have a conviction and a respect for truth now. Uh-oh, 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 y'all getting it? Okay, so, 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 so what he's saying is, sometime you may be in bondage under the cusp of something that maybe kickstarted you in salvation, even though they're not there to really disciple you, watch this, that's your spirit that's going to train you in the wrong place. So I need you to learn why it's wrong, and you're going to grow out of it. Or you're going to meet somebody that's going to show you it's wrong, and you agree with it. <laughs> that's why most of y'all here say, Tolo, you told, you said, it was in my spirit, but you said it. I'm free. But your character has to be congruent with your truth. Your character has to be congruent with your what? You know what that means? If you're still being ugly about the situation, you're still not free. So the Bible says you might as well deal with it and stay in the bondage because even in this bondage, you're still praying. Even in this bondage, you're still worshiping me. Are y'all tracking? So God will take the greater versus the lesser. He said the greater is you're praying. Even though you're in bondage, you're praying. As soon as somebody lets you free, if you don't learn how to handle liberty, you're going to stop praying. You're going to drive your car everywhere and thinking <laughs> there's no boundaries. You're going in rooms, out rooms, in rooms, in the prophetic, out the prophetic. You're seeing all kinds of spiritual things because your leader saw them and, and they had to put boundaries. So you have to learn to handle liberty. Can you say amen? 
But the great thing about liberty is, is possibility. Somebody say, in liberty, there's possibility. Why did I say that? Because I'm also, as, as we're growing, I need you to get in prophetic alignment. I need you to get in what? You got to learn, listen church, stop letting your past hold your future back. Stop letting your pa the fact listen to me. And this is so good because everybody in here who lifted their hands, even though your life looked like a, a, a mess, you lifted your hands and you let the presence of God touch your heart for a second. If that's possible for you in that realm, how much more can God do to transform your life? No matter what you've been through, no matter what you've done, no matter what you think about yourself, you got to get out of that thing and say, you know what? Let me get in my room, close my door, move everything out just in case I need deliverance on myself. And you don't leave until your cake come on from the spirit realm. Don't leave. You're dead anyway. You're dead anyway. You might as well die again and let your spirit rise. And now you start going in the spirit. Everything you're not doing in the spirit is death anyway. I told, This is a remnant church. You talk, to, you talk to remnant people like that. Everything we do don't in the spirit. The Bible says anything that's not of the spirit is of sin. It's not eternally binding. It's not eternally binding. Let me watch my words. I forgot definition sometime. I'm, I don't want to explain everything. So you have to understand God is trying to get his church back into the super natural. Somebody say the super natural. He knows he can't do that, though, if they don't know how to tap in. I don't care how much you go to church. I don't care how much you sow. I don't care how much you prophesy. I don't care what you do. If you don't know the avenue to the well, you will, you will run dry. And now you got to make up, make up excuses of why things are not moving. That's the adversary's objective. When I look at some of you all life and I say, my God, listen, you don't realize. See, and, and, unless you can look at people how God looks at them, be, close your mouth. Close your mouth, you religious dog. Close your mouth. Because you like to put stumbling blocks on people. You need to do it like this. You need to do it like that. Go read your Bible. Why would they read the Bible? You're supposed to be an ex example of the Bible. That's what you learned. That's why it's wrong. God never told nobody to go read the Bible to know him. Uh-oh, see, look at that. Nobody even know what I'm talking about. He never told you to read the Bible to know him. He says, study to show your where did that say, go read your Bible to know me? You know what's in the first doctrinal book of your religious church? You go out and tell people to go read the Bible. You hand them a little Bible. Why are we handling people a Bible who haven't even accepted Christ? You know why we do that? Because you don't know how to walk like a Bible. You don't know how to talk like a Bible. You don't know how to sing like, oh, y'all got to hear me. You got to let the expression of your spirit. And when they hear your word and agree, now you give them a Bible. You give them a Bible after they take your word as bond and say, you know what? You are right. I give up my life right now. I let go of everything that I'm thinking and, and, and say, thank you. The spirit has revealed that to you. From now on, the spirit is going to lead and guide you. So the spirit that leads and guides you, watch this, is going to show you how to submit to the church. 
And it's not the opposite way around. You got to force people. You're trying to force people to be saved. And then you get mad when they don't listen to you. Nobody want God. That's a lie from hell. My Bible said the harvest is plentiful. My Bible said the harvest is white. You know, they don't want God. No, they don't want the way you give them. They don't want the way you give them. And when you learn how to let glory, I'm telling you, every level, you got to learn how to give them in a way. I'm talking about their level. Somebody says there's room to this. Even people who don't believe in Christ Jesus' name, they need deliverance. <laughs> I know I'm going to get quiet. I'm going to deal with that devil too. But until I get power to cast out that devil, even though you're talking, come out of him. So, yeah, that's that devil that was in you that didn't like Christ Jesus' name. Because Christ Jesus is not a name. <laughs> it's a person. It's a spirit. The devil wants you to think it's about a name. That word means anoma. It means character. When you understand the blood, when you say the name, it has nothing to do with what you just said. It has everything to do about your blood speaking based on what you believe. I'm going to have to break this whole thing down. But that's why he wants to distort the, the doctrine. And that's why we have black gospel, white gospel, all of this stuff. Because the remnant don't understand what a remnant is. We've made it about names, vocabulary. And it's been about the spirit the whole time. It's been about the spirit the whole time. Because people don't have definitions. When anoma is there, Paul I know, Peter I know, who are you? Why do all our name of Jesus don't do the same thing? Y'all don't ask the question. Why your name of Jesus don't do the same? Paul even said, and my God shall supply all your needs. Y'all missed it. And not yours. <laughs> not your, not yours. My God. Y'all missed that one, didn't y'all? My God. <laughs> I don't know what yours is. But let me tell you what my faith is. My God shall supply all your needs. So until you have belief, borrow mine. Y'all got to hear me. Until you believe that you believe that you believe. Borrow mine. You got to learn to borrow some belief until you can believe it for yourself. And then you go home and you work out the belief that you believe. Oh, God, 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 God. That's why we keep losing messages every Sunday. How many more messages we need? You take the word that you heard and you go home and work it out. He said it and I believe it. But I need to believe this for myself. So you work it out in your spirit, man. And when you own it, watch this. When you own it, you can recite it, you can repeat it, and you can reinforce it. You can recite it, you can repeat it, and you can reinforce it. What that means is the presence power is made manifested for your life. Are y'all tracking with me? We learned in the business class yesterday, the word made flesh and dwelled amongst them. That means you will never inherit where your flesh have not become word. <laughs> there it goes again. The blood has to speak. So what am I mean? When you look at science, even science can deny it. Science will prove to you that when you believe something, your blood changes. Oh, I, everything about your being shifts. That means 
when you're going and the Bible says by faith, we understand that the world's refrained and we're waiting for the sons of God to be made manifested, which means the manifestation wasn't making you go declare everything. Declare, declare, declare the word of the Lord. It was what you was going to walk in. Let that be free. Let that be healed. While you're at work doing your computer, be healed in Jesus' name. Yes, ma'am, what you need to come out of her. Why do you make your money? Your money is, has nothing to do with your spirituality. It is because of your spirituality. You take territory with this resource called money. But when you're in need, you can't think like that. So God said, I need you to understand territory. All right, let me get to the message. That was an introduction, but we got 10 minutes left. So somebody say possibility. So the first thing you got to do is understand prayer. Somebody say understand prayer. If you're going to be transformed, you have to understand what? Prayer. Go with me to James. Go with me to James 5, 16. Real quick. Watch this. Confess your what? Trespasses to what? To one another that you may be healed. The effective and fervent. It's not only fervent, but it's effective. The effective and fervent prayer of a righteous man, avail it or woman, avail it much. What does it do? Avail much. So if I'm going to understand how to break through into the transformation process to be the remnant that God has called you to be, you got to understand that I must understand the processes and the prerequisites of prayer. Let's do a test. Y'all ready for the test? Some of y'all don't look ready. Y'all ready for the test? Let's do a test. Now that I say a test, some of y'all might not try to do it. Y'all ready? Does God answer? God, y'all ready? Watch this. God answers all prayers. Does he? Some say, yeah. But if I would have preached that in a certain way, y'all be like, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He answers all prayers. He does it. He does it. He doesn't. You know what that means? If we don't even learn to pray right, we won't get right. And we wonder why the church is not right, because you don't know how to pray right. Okay, okay, okay. Somebody say principles and protocols, which means prayer out of principle is not prayer. Prayer outside of principle is not prayer unto God. Ah, you can write that down. Go with me. Watch this, because I got to prove this stuff. Watch this. Go to Proverbs 28. Get ready because we're about to go through these scriptures real quick. Watch this. One who increases his uh, possessions by usury and extortion gathers it for him who will pity the poor. Verse 9. But one who turns his ear away from the hearing of the uh, hearing of the law even his, his what? Oh, 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 all right. Let me put this on y'all. Y'all make it hear me better. If 
one who don't even like my precepts, but they want to worship over them. It's an abomination to me. You know what that means? I know your church come to worship me, but are they worshiping me in spirit and in truth? Are they worshiping me in self-government? They're worshiping me in self-government. I fly away, oh glory. You ain't flying today, you're gonna stay here. You have to understand He's saying, if my people don't get position themselves to properly pray, how can I free them? The petitions of prayer, we've been falsely understanding. We, we, we don't understand how prayer works because prayer without repentance is not prayer at all. And if you repent, watch this. If you really repented, you should have the mind of God active. If you really repent, you should have the mind of God active. We have so agreed with people still coming out of prayer depressed. And you didn't change the definition of what they were saying. I'm not saying you, how many of you know depression is not a problem with God? How many know problems are not a problem? That's not what we're saying. How many know problems are not a problem? God, God knows and he wants to help your problems. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? What God hates though is when you lie against what he said. You're here as a hospital. We're a hospital. The church is a hospital. So it's not your problems that we have a problem with. It's the lies against the truth that God has a problem with. Everybody agree? Okay. So when, when we praying and we now have a generation that still is lost coming out of prayer. And nobody checks the precepts of how prayer works. But we just tell people to go pray. How many calls you've been on? And somebody had a problem. Well, just go pray. I tried that. You did what? I tried that. And you, watch this, you, with your pretty self, with your handsome self, you say, watch this, it makes you change your doctrine right on the phone. <laughs> oh, well, if they tried that, what else is there to do? Oh. <laughs> So you believe in that type of prayer <laughs> because you didn't have enough experience in prayer. Okay, so that's the problem. Because if you had an experience in prayer, you wouldn't have allowed that prayer to go forward. You wouldn't allow the language of something that doesn't even work go forward. Why are you still bewitched of that, that was prayer, that wasn't prayer? How in the world you tell me you prayed and you're not free? How in the world you tell me you prayed and you're still depressed? I'm not against your depression, but I'm telling you when you get in the presence of God, he should break that depression off of you. He will free you in liberty. Can somebody say amen? Come on, we got to get these people who snuck in. You have to understand the power in the presence of God. God, I got to restore it. The church don't believe anymore. That's why we're not shouting. I'm not telling you to shout for me. I'm telling you the word. You don't believe it. You haven't seen it. You, you've been so long without it. So you come and dress up for a new message, hoping and wishing that something happened. So we have to restore the honor and we get to restore the order. And then you're going to see a freedom of power. You're going to see a what? A liberty opening up for power. So somebody say prayer. Now watch this. Watch this. You have to understand. That God needs you 
to pray not for his sake. He needs you to pray for your sake. Because God doesn't change. He's Jehovah old school. He's on the throne. He's on the throne. That's why the church, it's a lie. That's why you got you to gotta break out of people who lie. It's hard to sit under people who are, who are adolescent authorities. Adolescent authorities. What is an adolescent authority? They got a promotion because their daddy was a preacher. They got a promotion because their grandfather was a preacher. Nobody checked their spirit. Nobody checked what they know. This run people away. If you know it, why you can't prove it? Y'all done got quiet again. Come on. I, I, if you know it, why you can't prove it? But that's why you don't trust the church. Amen? You don't trust it because you were trusting the wrong parts. You didn't know when I'm talking, when I'm listening to an adolescent preacher, you just listen to the Christ parts. Throw the rest away. It's going to destroy the way you think about God. It's going to destroy your mentality of God's power, making the word of God to no effect because of the traditions that you do. You're going to think you need white gloves just to praise God. You're going to think you need a rope just to praise God. If you don't shout right today, they're going to talk about you. you got mess all in the church, gangsters in the back. What in the world is this? This is not church. Everybody trying to be promoted to get a good message, to speak their zeal. If you do the message right, three points and punchline. It's so bad, people can't even hear themselves. <laughs> it's the, the atmosphere is not here. Why is God in this atmosphere? <laughs> I don't mind your shout, but it's time for you to shout over deliverance and shout over your promise and shout over what God is doing for your future. Stop always shouting over your pain. It's immaturity. Lining up to shout. I've never seen that. When I'm in the presence of God and God hit me right there, I don't even know you there. We all know each other there. And then we go home and practice that stuff. Shout. God told us to shout. Shout like David shout. But know the difference between shouting and praise and worship. Don't you make your praise dance your worship. The problem is you got too much praise without worship. You got too much praise without worship. But you need to praise to get yourself in worship. Don't stop at praise. Come into worship. Can you say, man, that clock be fooling me. I'm telling you. That's another thing. I had to turn the clock down because y'all get too tired. Your attention too slow. slow. You gotta, you got, we got to prepare you for the spirit. This next year, we're going to prepare you for the spirit. We've got to prepare you for the move of God. Joshua, prepare them. Tell them to get their provisions ready. God wants to show up. you got to prepare. Oh, y'all. Uh, prepare. You see all of the arguing and they made me turn my time down, this, that, and other, because they don't know the presence of God. So he said, Joshua, get them ready. Let them provisions get ready. They're asking, they're praying for me for deliverance, but they don't want to wait for me. They're so worried about their chicken and their rice and their peach cobbler. They need to get home because they got what they needed for them. And they want to go praying their abomination of what they think I'm trying to do versus what I want to do in my power, in my essence, to help them understand that I am God Almighty. 
Tell somebody, make room for him. Make room for him. You got to get out of your time clock. You, you got, you, some of y'all need to use some of those vacation days to spend time with God. Since you're making an excuse that you ain't got time. Because if you do one day with God, you'll, you'll, you'll save five years of your life. Just one day, just one day, just one day, just one, one. If you do the hour right, you'll get it right. So now you got five years of wasting time with no eternal value because you never allow the presence of God to transform your mind and transform your being. So you can come into what God called you to be and break through every barrier that's been causing you to stay stuck in your life. How are you so tired? Lift your hands. Say, I'm coming out of this. Hallelujah. God doesn't answer your prayer. He wants to answer your thoughts. He needs to know that you know that he is able. You got, he got to know that you know that he is able. My God. That's why Jesus said, I know you hear me, God. And then he prayed for the people. He said, I know you hear me. What he's saying is, you wasn't waiting on my prayer. You wanted me to know that. So what is prayer really? Prayer is the response that God wants to see that you, you, you believe what I said. I'm about to prove it again. Go to the scripture. Get it ready. Go to the scripture because I, I don't want them to think this is my word. Jesus said to the people, the people that can, can you teach us how to pray? Pray for us. And Jesus said, oh, they still unlearn it. That's okay. God, watch this. I'm about to do this prayer for them. I know you hear me. I know you hear me. That's what the, read your scripture. We ain't gonna read it right now. I'll get the scripture for you. I know you hear me, but I'm gonna pray this prayer for the people. Father, bless the people. Amen. Now, he didn't do that literally. I'm, I'm talking figuratively. Prayer is about you knowing what he said. That's why the definition in the Greek of repentance. It's to turn to him. It's as if your mind snapped into his mind. That's why there is no more bitterness. You have a robe on. You have a robe and you have a ring. That means the confidence that came from you knowing he hear you. You walk out in power. Let's prove that. Go to the next scripture for me. Oh, y'all don't know what scripture I'm talking about. Now. Hallelujah. How many have been blessed tomorrow? Go to First uh, John 5. I'm out of time. Y'all can wait a little bit longer. Watch this. Now this. <laughs> What's the definition of prayer? It's, it's, it's your revelation that he hears you. Watch this. Let's read. Now this is the what? This is the what? This is the confidence that we have. Wait. Not out of him, in him. That if we, how many things? Just for your car note? Just for your house note? Just for what you think? How many things? According to his will, he does what? He hears us. What's the confidence? <laughs> you know what? Barely believers have confidence because you don't know he hears you. And they taught you to pray and God don't respond. 
When we teach you to pray and act like there is not a response, watch this. That's why we don't act like the remnant because we don't understand grace. God responds all the time when you pray the way he told you to pray. So we should have been checking your principles of prayer versus counting Jesus out of his power of prayer. Okay, 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 okay. So we diminish what prayer really is for what we did not meet the demand for. Are we learning? Okay, so if you really prayed, you should have got the outcome of what he said. Are y'all tracking with me? Okay. But the problem is, we're not praying the way he said to pray. In fact, even he said, I will not despise a broken heart and a contrite spirit. I don't despise. So what you have to understand is, if we're going to be as a church, a remnant from the spirit, through the grace of God. Somebody say grace is God's ability. Say that again. Grace is God's ability. Just because you have the spirit don't mean you're in the spirit. Just because you have the spirit doesn't mean you're in the spirit. What that means is God said you can only do what I'm calling you to do by being in the spirit. Walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You won't do what you want to do, but you'll do what you will to do. And until your will to do turns into what you want to do, you're still not in the will that you want. <laughs> I, I got so I got some artists, some some people who understand a little rap. They got it. I'm gonna say that again. Many of us don't like the will yet. That's why you disagree with God. I'm gonna forgive you, but I don't want to. I'm going to forgive you because God said. <laughs> so you agree, you disagree with it? <laughs> you don't like it yet. So why you want me to say, okay, and it's not you? <laughs> you know, I'm just going to give you what God gave me. But he didn't give it to you yet because you have been transformed. So I don't know what you're trying to give me, but it ain't in you. You ain't in it. You're not in it. Somebody say prayer. Y'all still focused? All right. So this is the confidence that we have in him when we pray. He hears us. So prayer was about what you hear. It was about what you believe. It never was about this thing that you got this list. I told my church over and over. I don't remember having a list of prayer. You got a book of prayer list. What? What you about to do with that list? God, I need food. God, I need drink. God, deliver me. What in the world? I've just been writing down my list. This ain't no Christmas wish list. You know why we do that? Because it removes us from responsibility. From knowing. <laughs> it removes us from the responsibility of knowing what we need to know that he is. Those who come to God must believe that he and he's a rewarder. Of those who diligently. Oh, y'all got it. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. We about to get out of here. I want you to realize 
until you learn to align your heart in prayer and you pray and you pray and you believe that you have received. And when you believe that you have received, you know, know that he hears you. When you know he hears you, you walk out in power. You walk out in confidence. Now you get excited and you lost your mind. Tell somebody I'm, I'm ready to lose my mind. It is your mind that's justifying why you should stay broke. It's your mind that's justifying why you should stay sick. You should stay broken. It's your mind. Because you're still in agreement with something God said. I need you to pray and repent from agreeing with that versus agreeing with my word. Why the, tr the church not telling the truth? Just because we preach great don't mean we undermine what truth is. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You know what that means? Everything that's stopping you, you're in agreement with it. And God is saying, I'm breaking your agreement today. I don't know. It could have been fear, a failure, a phobia, a, a something that caused that agreement to come by. But understand, that's not my word. I told you you can come boldly. Come what? Come boldly. I told you come freely. That means you don't ever tell me that you're so bad that you take yourself away from me. How idolistic are you? You that bad that you, you believe your word? No, 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 I'm not talking about you. This is how the devil works in us. He makes us to believe the lie about ourselves so much so that we don't want to pray. We don't want to. We don't feel like it. You know why you don't? Because I'm probably going to do it again. Look at all of this idol. So my question to you is, how are you going to get free? The only way you're going to get free is to agree with what he said. God is raising a remnant. He's raising a remnant. He's raising a what? The remnant is not your color. I'm a real Hebrew. You better stop it. See, people who are learning in the spirit and we're not even angry. We, we're, we're broken hearted because they don't understand the spirit. It's not about a color. It's not your pigment. The Bible said you're engrafted by the spirit. Those who are not Jews are being engrafted by the spirit. That means my brother and sister has nothing to do with my pigment. You can be gangsters in whatever part you want to. But until you understand the spirit, that's my family. It's a spirit family. Somebody says spirit family. It's a Holy Ghost family. It's a Holy, it's stand to your feet. It's a Holy Ghost family. And it has nothing to do with your doggone pigment. It has to do with the spirit of God that wants to be made manifest in your body. What are you talking about? God ain't got no pigment. If you take the flesh away, all you see is spirit. We're about to rise up as a black culture. Brother, what? We been rose up. When I had Jesus, I rose. What are you talking about? Oh, 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 I'm not waiting for your posse to come save me. I'm already saved. I'm already set free. I don't need your black person to do anything for me. I don't need no white person to do anything for me. If God is before me, who, in the, who can be against me?
Who can be against? See, 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 see your belief system? Y'all see how this thing works? You sat there for two hours to let them lie to you on some philosophy of a God they don't know. I don't care. Every philosophy don't tell you that you know God. People are biblically literate, but spiritually illiterate. They're biblically literate. You can go down the line. You can do all of that. That don't tell me you know God. I don't let people waste my time. Hit the points and move on. You know why? Because I've already tasted it. It's too late. <laughs> I've already tasted and seen that he's good. It's too late. <laughs> You know what that means? I'm not looking for anything. You looking. <laughs> I came, watch this, to look more into what I've already found. You're looking to find. You're wondering because maybe your daddy and your mommy wasn't there to provide for you and you don't know that's a broken heart that you have. So you made an excuse of why the white people hold you back or the black people hold you back. You don't know that's a broken heart. So, but the devil has now perverted it into a doctrine. Okay, okay, yeah, you, you have a daddy issue, but you need somebody to blame. Yeah. So I've tasted already. It's too late. So the only thing that you can do is show me more of him in him. Well, you know, you're saying the wrong name. Okay, don't say it. The content is still grace. So show me your miracle. Deliver me. Let's do a deliverance test. You ready? See, you have to understand. You have to understand. These are the things that God's going to call you the remnant to go against. But you're going to do it so loving, they're going to be confused. Do y'all see any anger in me? I'm not angry. I said, but I'm going to give you the word. No. Yes. And I'm going to smile. No, I don't like you. Yes. Yes. And soon, soon, not even soon, now, I'm about to start casting that thing out of you. Amen. We'll do it behind the building. I don't want to go to jail right now. That's not wise. <laughs> come here, come here, come here. Let's talk about that. Because power precedes your talk. Power precedes your talk. There are wisdoms of this age who are coming to nothing, the Bible says. It is wisdom. That's what they bought. They built the universities from. That's what they built all these organizations from. That's what they built all sororities off. It is a wisdom. That's why you're you're astounded. Wow. The problem you're astounded like that because you don't have you haven't tapped into the wisdom. You haven't activated the wisdom from above. The wisdom from above haven't even been distracted yet. That means there's so much possibility in the mind of God. So much what? I declare. You're going to rebuild your belief system and you're going to learn to trust in your God again. You're not going to let people be your excuse of why you're not going to serve God the way you call to. No more of that bondage. Lift your hands. I'm going to pray that you are restored in hope. And when we leave this place, I pray this word do not leave you. I pray it don't leave you. But you're going to say, God, if you be before me, nothing can be against me. God, if you afford me, forgive me for all the, all the idols that I've now worshipped. But now I come back into worshiping you in spirit and in truth. I didn't know I was deceived walking this way. How were you deceived? 
your life have come to nothing, nothing eternal. Everywhere I walk and nothing eternal is being built, I've been deceived in my way. I've been deceived in my way. I've been deceived in my way. But today, I turn around to know that you are God. Some of you, God has promised you, he's it's been prophesied over you to walk into your measure. So I pray today that you come into your measure in Jesus' name. You come into your, mon your, your mantle, your ministry. You're going to come into this thing because you're called to do it. But he's going to see you through it. He's going to see you by the spirit. You're going to manifest the spirit of the thing. Stop just talking. Build the spirit of it. Don't tell me another word if you ain't got the spirit of it. Build your spirit, man. Then tell me so the power can take us out. We give you the praise, God. Oh, Father, we thank you for lifting us up this day. That your spirit, that is by your spirit. It's not by might. It is not by power. But it's by your spirit. God, we obey. We are open to know. Forgive us for doubting that you are supernatural. That all things are possible in you. Forgive us. We made it about people stopping us. We made it about things stopping us. But you said, if I am for you, nothing can be against you. Forgive me, God, for believing that somebody else had that type of power over me. Believing some, that type of power can be over me. And, and, and God, forgive me. <laughs> but today, if you said it, I believe it. And that settles it. If you said it, I believe it. And that settles it. You said it, I believe it, that settles it. Say that with me. You said it, and that's it. Say it again. Say it again. Some of y'all ain't saying it right. Say it again. Say it against your problem. You said it, I believe it, and that settles it. Say it against your issue. You said it, I believe it, and that settles it. Set against your identity. You said it. I believe it. And that settles it. Give him a praise. Hallelujah. I'm settled in the throne room of grace. I'm settled in freedom. I'm settled in the promise. And I believe your word and I receive it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's settled today. It's settled. It's settled. It's settled. What do you do now that it's settled? Watch this. You go work it out. Watch this. You go work it out. Prayer in spirit and in truth is the most important thing for you to walk in this Christian life, in this faith life. If you're not praying in supplication, you don't know God. Don't ever let somebody beat you with theology that don't know God. Theology do not say you know God. So you can turn that YouTube channel off. Because anybody who can say God but don't know how to manifest God don't know God. <laughs> let me tell you how God works in the kingdom of God. Now watch this. Whatever you say, you got to prove. That's how it works in the kingdom. If you come against it, can you prove it? Can you prove it? Okay. I say in Jesus' name, I casted out many devils. So I say, why do we cast out devils in the name? Okay. Uh, 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 yeah, I don't know about that one. I'm still thinking. 
You're going to think a long time. But guess what? When I see you and me, myself, I'm going to pray and fast so I can speak over the phone and the devil come out of you while we're talking. So I'm not exempt from it either. Like, look at this devil right here, lying to his mind. Are y'all tracking with me? You can't tell me God ain't real when I, we don't have a song on and you lift your hands and total praise and your heart breaks towards you. You need to just re-identify. Wait, God is here. Oh, God is here. Lift your hands, say God is here. <laughs> you just forgot. You thought you was worshiping worship. You thought you was worshiping religion. You forgot. Because what happens, watch this, in the presence of God, it's all possibility. You know what happens to me when I get in the prayer? Oh! You know what? Because I can't help it. It's too much possible there. <laughs> it's too much that's possible. Jesus, thank you. Lift your hands and thank you. Come on. Take 30 seconds. Just give it to him. Give it to him. He came for you. Give it to him. You won't despise him any longer. He's here to set you free. And everything that's not like him got to be removed. Father, I thank you for restoring your people back to belief. Thank you for restoring them back to know you are God. You're God Almighty. And there is no other. We submit our will today. For it's not my will, but your will be done. Take. Ah, uh, it's you against you. It's you against you. The devil's not against you. It's you against you. So God, I come against the old me. Because I'm a new creature. I'm a new creature. I'm a new creation. And Father, I agree with my new creation today. Say that, come on, that God, I agree with my new creation today. Don't look at your clothes. Don't look at yourself. Don't look at your lifestyle. Just say, I agree with my new creation today. And I'm a plan according to my new creation. I'm a plan according to my new creation. I'm a think according to my new creation. I, come on, I'm out of this thinking, this old stinking thinking. I'm, 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 everything I do from now on, I'm going to put it in accordance to my new creation. And every day, my environment is presence. My portion is power. And my inheritance <laughs> is overwhelming. Blessing. Give God a hand clap if you can. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to encourage you. Don't let this word, you need to work it out. If you don't have a church on, you need to get someone that can teach you, to develop you. Can you say amen? It, it, it's, it, right now, it's not about what you like. It's about what's going to transform your life. Can you say amen? I want you to stay close for the next couple of weeks. We're going to break down remnant. This was just an introduction. But I'm believing God next year, many of you, you're going to go three levels up. You're going to go five levels up. Y'all better hear me. You better hear me. He said, those who have, he's going to multiply 60-fold, 100-fold. <laughs> you're coming into the multiplicity of folds. You're coming to the multiplicity of folks, but it's for the remnant. 
because the remnant know their God. And we, as the remnant, are going to teach people how to know that God is. God is going to build pillars in this church. What is a pillar? You're going to really grow in the spirit. And you're going to be an extension. When you open your mouth, deliverance is going to happen in people's lives. You're going to open your mouth, and deliverance is going to happen in people's lives. You're going to have the look of God. I've looked at people, and they just start crying. They start breaking down. What did the look do? What did you see? I, I didn't say anything. It's called the power of presence. It's called the what? You know why we feel like we got to talk so much? Because it's a learned behavior. I know the realm when you can just come into the presence of God and people start feeling God. You know when you start in the presence of God? Every knee must bow. <laughs> That's the principle. In this presence, every knee must bow. Every tongue will what? That's how you cast out demons. Come out of here. What did just happen? They bow. Because the presence of the word said, okay, I agree. Start going to work full of the spirit. Start doing your business full of the spirit. Start walking in your household full of the spirit. Start spending time with your family full of the spirit. And watch every question that you had be diminished. Because the power and the presence of God.